everyone, my name is Regan Miller and I'm a junior here at the University of Alabama. I'm studying biology on a pre-med track and I'm also completing a minor in communicative disorders. My co-host Mindy and I are members of the Emerging Scholars Program and we are here catching up with Dr. Kong today. Hi, my name is Mindy and I'm a sophomore majoring in nutrition at the University of Alabama. Today, like Reagan mentioned, we'll be catching up with Dr. Kong, who's a professor here at the University of Alabama in the nutrition department. He does research on a variety of topics. Just to name a few, he does work about starch structure, dietary fibers and resistant starches, and flavor modulation. We are so excited to get the chance to hear more about his research today and for you all to learn more about it as well. Thank you. So, um, my voice is good enough. Uh, it's high enough. The volume. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, perfect. Um, Dr. Kong, tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Um, my name is Ling Yan Kong, and I'm an assistant professor in the Department of Human Nutrition. Um, so I do research um, at the intersection of food and nutrition, food science and nutritional science. So, um, actually, this is my uh, fourth year at UA. Um, before I joined UA, I got my bachelor degree in food science from China Agricultural University and a PhD in food science from Penn State University. So, and, and then I also worked as a postdoc scholar at Penn State and also USDA. Okay. What made you come to the U.S. For, to go to Penn State? Well, um, I, I w that was I was in college in food science, and uh, I had the idea of applying to a graduate school abroad. Especially, I'm thinking about U.S. and uh, Canada. And then I search around like the rankings about food science and see which programs are the best one, best ones, and which one I'm. I was really uh, interesting, so I came down to a short list, and um, and, and uh, finally, well, Penn State gave me a, a fellowship, and then uh, that's why I accepted, and um, just went there for a PhD study. Okay, um, how did you get started in research? I um, I was first involved in research um, back in undergraduate study, so. Um, in our uh, college program, each undergraduate study has to do a kind of an undergraduate thesis. Uh, we need to, every one of us need to can, um, go to the lab and do some research projects with a professor. So I was involved uh, in research during that time. Um, and I was really interested in that, in doing research. That's why, that's why I, uh, decided to go for um, a graduate school. Okay, that's really awesome. Um, could you give us an overview about what your research is that you do here at UI? Dr. Kong, did you hear Mindy by any no, chance? No, not really. Okay. So she was asking you a question. Uh, yes, sir. All she right. said, what piece of research <laughs> are you most proud of? Um, yeah, well, this is a difficult question, but um, well, I, I enjoy doing all of the research projects that I've been doing with 
Um, but in terms of which piece of research I'm most proud of, I would think about um, the research on biopolymer nanofibers. So in in that research, um, I fabricated nano-sized fibers using um, bio-based polymers. So that research um, project was really, really um, complicated and really, really difficult. So um, it, it took me, actually took me several years um, to accomplish that. So, um, and, and that's very, um, has a very great potential to be using many uh, applications um, that make the research really, um, I think, being proud of. <laughs> <laughs> How do you um, come up with your research ideas or like what really gives you inspiration to um, pursue a research project? Well, um, in designing like a uh, future research projects, the, the, the research projects are always based on what has already been done. Uh, kind of preliminary data. So when we analyze preliminary data, um, we always look for some novel stuff or innovative aspects that people haven't been uh, thinking of. Um, and then we came up with uh, research questions and that drives us to design um, future studies to solve those questions. Okay. That's actually really interesting. I'm glad you mm -hmm. mentioned that. Um, what do you think is one of the most important things that you've learned from research? I know you've, I mean, you've done it for so many years. And yeah. um, after every research project, I feel like you probably have more and more knowledge of what to do with your next project. Well, um, I think the most important thing is um, just remember that research always fails. Um in, in, in other words, research is always challenging. So um, when you start to do some kind of research, uh, always expect that there will be many hurdles in front of you. Um, and then you need to um, analyze the problem and come up with um, novel ideas of solving the problem. So crit critical thinking skills are will be very important in doing research. That makes me think, have you ever had a research project that, you know, you were really passionate about and then you started it and then something came up and you actually kind of had to steer your research project in a different direction or, you know, just had outside influences that you thought that, you know, your resources could be used better somewhere else? Yeah, that always happened. Um, so in doing research, um, th as I said, there, there will be many challenges. Um so either the results are not expected or when doing research, we found that, okay, we don't have certain types of resources or uh, equipment, um, then we have to redesign, uh, redesign the study. Um, but anyway, th there's always a challenge and we have to um, um, come over. Mm. Yeah. Well, with a student like Mindy and myself, you know, we're just getting started in research. What do you think is one thing that you would tell students, especially undergraduates that are just getting started? What would be your one piece of advice for them? 
Um, I think I think for junior investigators, I think the first thing that you need to do is to read more. Um, I think when you discuss your research project with your professor, uh, he or she may assign some reading materials to you, and um, so that's a kind of a starting point. Uh, you can read about your research project to have a um, solid foundation of your understanding of the research projects. And if you are not familiar with certain type of concepts, um, just search for it and um, just read more and more. As um, When you read more, you know more about your research project and also you know more about scientific writing. What is one research project that you would like to do in the future? Um, currently, um, I'm doing my research in, in more of a, um, towards the nutrition, um, nutrition science. Uh, one thing is because I'm in the nutrition department. And another thing is uh, many of the uh, biopolymers that I work with have uh, nutritional implementations. So right now, um, I'm having a lot of a lot of efforts in the nutritional um, nutritional properties of starch. So um, that this is the uh, research product I will be continue to do with. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. um, I know you do research in so many broad topics. How do you think your research can be applicable to the general public? Or how do you think just publishing your research could really impact um, just an everyday citizen's life? Yeah, I mean, most of the research needs to be applicable to uh, the general public. So, for example, my uh, research on starch, uh, the nutrition property of starch, um, that could be applicable to um, the general public because... Um, we are analyzing the, um, the, the digestibility of starch. So if the starch is rapidly digestible, that can increase the blood, um, blood sugar levels really quick. And with, we are um, um, studying some ways to delay the starch digestion. So for example, adding antioxidants in, into the diet or adding some um, vitamins into the diet or changing the starch structure in our in our food so um, if we can if we can really do this and if we can really delay the starch digestion that could be very beneficial for the general public especially for people with um, like for example type 2 diabetes to manage the uh, blood glucose levels that's great to know. I didn't even think about in that way. Um, going back to, you know, undergraduates getting involved in research, um, how does getting involved in undergraduate research benefit students later on in their education? All right. Um, there, there will be many benefits. And I will say, okay, I, I always tell my students that doing research is always, is very re rewarding. Okay. First of all, you got experience of um, doing research. You you build your CV, okay? 
So my, my students are always doing the ERCA presentations and other presentations. So they add a lot of things in their CV. So, uh, and also many students are also publishing. So they got publications in their CV. So if you build your CV, um, you show your CV to graduate school, that would really increase your chance of getting offer. Uh, other than that, um, uh, doing research is always a training of your reading skills, your problem solving skills and the critical thinking skills. Um, these are all very important, even if you are not doing research for your uh, future career. I mean, if you are um, choosing another career, for example, in the industry, um, there are always challenges while you are doing your work and these experience will be really helpful uh, for your future. I know research is really beneficial and everyone that you know starts starts doing research really loves it but in your life were you always saying that you wanted to do research or did you have a different career path before you chose research? Uh, I think as far as now, um, research is the main, uh, the main job of me. Yeah. Um, every research project that you do, I know you have so many, um, close to six, I believe. And how long do you normally spend on one project, you know, starting from your early research and then all the way to, you know, publication? Um, well, a, a short research project can be around half year or one year, a long-term one that will take forever because, um, well, a small project can, be, can take um, one year or two year, but there's always a continuation on any of the products um, that will take much longer. Okay. Um, when you're looking at undergraduates, you know, to join your labs, what kind of characteristics do you look for in students? I know a lot of times professors say that it's not so much your GPA or, you know, what, you, what grade you make in this class, but it's you as a whole. But what exactly do you look for in your undergraduates? Um, well, although it, although some professors say GPA is not important, but I I actually always look into their GPA um, because the first thing I want students to keep is a high GPA. Um, you, if you get a high GPA, that means you have a good attitude of towards learning, and it's always good um, for your future career. And um, I mean, if you have a high GPA, you can take the challenge of doing research. But if you have a relatively low GPA, I would recommend that you have you, you take some more energy towards improving your GPA that you don't have to. Um, I mean, doing research can be uh, time consuming that may negatively affect your GPA. So that's one thing about GPA. But other than that, I think the interest is the most important. Um, mm -hmm. If a student shows that they are really interested in doing research or they are interested in really do something in the lab or in their field, for example, food and nutrition, um, or 
they show me that they are interested in pursuing um, graduate school. So that's something. If they show interest, that that will be something that I can help um, with um, designing some research projects for them. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Kong, for joining us today. That's actually all of the questions that I have for you. But um, I'm going to tag or link your website in our description box mm -hmm. so everyone listening can actually visit your website and uh, dig, a little, dig a little bit more into what you do here at the University of Alabama. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, thank Bye. you. Bye.